Welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Feminist, a podcast for feminists of the future. Today we're not your average feminist, but tomorrow we will be. I'm Sarah Curran. I'm Amanda. I'm Christina. Hey guys, thanks for uh, joining us again this week for another edition of Not Your Average Feminist. Um, Amanda here, and today we'd like to start the show by saying a big happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there, Um, February 14th, and we all have, um, you know, different feelings about Valentine's Day and how we feel about it, and we figured since, you know, today is the day we would spend this episode talking about um, feminism and Valentine's Day and can you be a feminist and celebrate the holiday? So that is the question of the hour. And I thought it might be fun, guys, just to start by talking about what we each do for Valentine's Day because we're we're all married, which is – so I don't know if that makes things less or more interesting. But uh, Sarah – I'm going to throw it to you first. Well, what do love, you do for Valentine's Day? Love is in the air here in the current <laughs> household. Um, but um, my my Valentine's Day tradition has never actually been a thing. Every Valentine's Day is different. <laughs> um, it, admittedly, we probably have the most boring Valentine's Day. It's it's like typical, like stereotypical married couple. Um, mm-hmm. I will come home from work. And I will not have a meal prepared. <laughs> My husband may have some flowers for me, but we'll probably just end up ordering in food and just hanging out on the couch and spending time together. Netflix so, and chill. Netflix and chill. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, That's not yeah. a bad way to celebrate. No, but um, I, I think back because as I'm preparing to talk about the day of love, I'm like, man, my my game, my Valentine's game has really seemed to like <laughs> go down and down <laughs> ever since um, I first started dating or having crushes on people. Uh-huh. Cause I know like when I was in high school, man, I thought Valentine's day was like the most important day I just needed to nail or yeah. these guys were going to just be like, this lady doesn't know what she's doing. She's not like girlfriend material, marriage material, whatever. So I need to get out. So I went way over the top like in high school and college. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do feel like there's a lot of pressure put on people or younger people actually to celebrate Valentine's Day. I don't know. The, the younger you are and the more single you are have been, I think, is really where the pressure comes in. Because it's, it's harder just to be like, yeah, I'm single and I'm not celebrating Valentine's Day, you know, when you're young, I guess. That does make sense. Um, Christina, what about you? Do you celebrate? Not at all. I've actually never <laughs> celebrated Valentine's Day at all. I mean, we used to do like the silly like cards when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like in elementary school, and you'd have to write them to everyone in your class. Oh, yeah. Um, but besides that, nope, I never do. I mean, I feel like it's a really like a generic made up Hallmark holiday to make money within, you know, basically the like card business. I mean, card yeah. and box chocolates. It's um, a Hallmark yeah. conspiracy theory. No, it totally is for <laughs> sure. That's funny. So, yeah, I mean, it's funny, like, Sarah, talking about high school, I just remember Valentine's Day was such a big deal to me as a kid, and it's kind of funny to think about, but yeah. in elementary school, 
we did that like same thing, Christina, where we as a class, we all decorated like Valentine's Day boxes and they were really just shoe boxes. And we you had to decorate them at home and then bring them to school. And then there was like a contest and like the teachers judged who had the best boxes. And then you would go around and like put your Valentine's in everyone's box and everyone got the, you know, everyone got a Valentine's card from everybody. And then we had our Valentine's Day party and it was like such a big deal. It really was. Yeah. Oh, and and this is elementary school, okay? It you put could, the pressure on early. Yeah, but even in elementary school, you had the option of buying a rose or a carnation for someone and sending it to them. In elementary school? Yeah, like during your Valentine's Day parties, you know, like a messenger would show up at the classroom and hand out flowers to whoever had gotten them. So like – you could send them and have it be from a secret admirer. You could send a a carnation to a friend. Mm-hmm. Or if you had like a crush on someone, you could send that. I mean, my elementary school went all out for Valentine's Day. I know that we and this we is had all that. these memories are like just like kind of coming back right now. We is- had we had that option in high school. Remember the carnations? I don't know mm-hmm. what kind of like I don't know, love gram or whatever they wanted to call it. Mm-hmm. I remember that being a big thing and it just being completely like it provoking so much anxiety. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, if I don't get a, a carnation. Like, what does it say if I didn't get something? I I mean, I'm pretty sure we, my elementary school did that. Oh, I'm pretty sure I totally sent sure. secret admirer flowers to myself just so I didn't feel like Are a loser. <laughs> I mean, we, we did, we did the carnation loser. thing in high school as well. But I sent them to yeah. – I don't remember ever doing it beyond freshman year and sending them uh-huh. to all of the cute senior boys. Like my friend and I saved up our lunch oh, money yeah. and sent the carnations to all <laughs> the cute senior boys in our high school, which is, looking back on it now, super embarrassing. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. I mean, and then we would send them to each other or like, you know, yeah. But I don't think I did it beyond my freshman year of high school. I think I realized that my money would be better spent like – Buying food. Like on Yeah, and candy, yeah. obviously. Well, I think um, you do that as a freshman. I didn't have a boyfriend my freshman or sophomore year. So those were obviously the, the most rough. Also, yeah. it takes a lot. Of, <laughs> I was a late bloomer, folks. So <laughs> those weren't necessarily the greatest years for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, by the time I was upperclassmen, things got easier. Yeah. It's just funny how like those years – there was a lot of pressure to not just celebrate Valentine's Day because, I mean, there it's fun, to, you know, to even if it's a meaningless holiday, there's like a fun element to it of like eating candy and exchanging Valentine's Day cards. But there was a lot of like social like anxiety around is someone going to send me a flower or if I'm kind of talking to someone, like, do I bring up Valentine's Day or do I wait for them to bring up Valentine's Day? Like, it's just lots of, like, awkward navigating as teenagers around Valentine's Day, I feel and like. I, I don't think it gets any better when you're an adult. I remember when I had, had just started dating my now husband, we were less than six months, you know, exclusive Mm-hmm. When Valentine's Day rolled around, and that's just such an awkward period, you know, because you have no idea what they're expecting. You're both kind of like trying to feel it out without bringing it up because you don't want to be like no, the one to bring it up, <laughs> and you don't want to seem like you are excited about it. If they're not, it's just, ugh. 
Yeah. Crazy. I know. That's why just it's not easy to get married. I know that people, but once, <laughs> once you're in there, I think it's being boring and having a boring Valentine's Day is just like the best so thing So nice. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I mean, my husband and I, sometimes it's hard to remember all like all the Valentine's days that we've had together. Sometimes he'll send me flowers at work. Um, but it's not cons- like nothing we've ever done has been consistent. Um, like we don't always go out to dinner. He doesn't always get me flowers. Like sometimes he might get me a little gift. Um, but that's more because like gifts are his love language. And if he's doing, if he's going to do something nice for me it, more often than not, it's him like buying me a little small gift. And so sometimes he does it on Valentine's day. Sometimes we go to dinner like it really kind of runs the gamut of just like what we feel like doing that year. Um, And a lot of times I just use it as like an excuse to go to like whatever restaurant I've been wanting to try. I'll be like, Hey, let's go here. It's Valentine's day. So. Yeah. But that's also the, one of the most busy restaurant times. I know, which is why you, you think about these things like a month in advance so you can book. (laughs) I never think about this a month in advance. It's always like, oh, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yeah. Oops. So I guess going back to the original like question at hand, since this is a podcast about feminism after all, do you guys think that it's anti-feminist or you can't be a good feminist and celebrate Valentine's Day at the same time? No. Just curious to get your thoughts. I think feminists can celebrate Valentine's Day in whatever way they want because that's kind of the point, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, I think think it's more of the pressure Mm -hmm. that we as women put on ourselves to be perfect. So this is larger than Valentine's Day. Just like, oh, I have to be the perfect girlfriend or I have to be the perfect wife or – yeah, but Sarah, don't you don't you know that that's just pressure from the patriarchy, though? You know, there are women that work at Hallmark in these top-notch <laughs> marketing firms too. It's just you know, it's money, and it's it's a it like Christina said, it's an industry. Yeah, and you know what? Some people love it. I know I know a couple people that are just like all about it. And they're always throwing a party, but like for all of their friends. So like. I mean, I, it's I think basically it's just, Halloween, just with surrounding a different like theme. With the hearts, that's a good way of putting it. And cookies and yes, little Cupid bow and arrows. I just, I think it's an interesting question to talk about right now. Obviously, just because we're going through this like moment with this fourth wave of feminism or whatever you want to call it, and um, I, I've just, I feel like every year I keep seeing these messages from the feminist movement of how we need to take back Valentine's Day and um you know it just reinforces gender stereotypes and um the patriarchy and misogynist like traditions etc cetera, etc cetera. and um when i was like doing some reading for this episode i came across all these articles from 2017 and not to just like constantly dump on the women's march because that's not what I'm trying to do but do you guys remember in 2017 when the women's march did their whole like reclaim valentine's day like effort vaguely you mentioned that but I really don't well it was one of those things like it was one of those things like 
uh, sh- like the women's strike or like day without a women woman thing where like they tried to do it and it didn't really go very well. I think it was in a similar vein. In 2017, they did a uh, take back Valentine's Day campaign and the whole thing was about um, – like hashtag revolutionary love and we're not going to celebrate Valentine's day in the typical way anymore. It's going to be all about showing love to those who are victims. I'm completely botching like what the mission (laughs) statement was. Um, And I wish I had it. Wait, here we go. Okay. So here was the mission. It was like, quote, we declare this Valentine's day, a day of revolutionary love, Today, we join with our sisters across the globe to call for a more compassionate response to the international refugee crisis. Interesting. Okay. God, they make everything Uh so boring. (laughs) Uh, What else did they say? Oh, and they had, they were asking women to like, this is, this is the, this was the weird part to me. They were asking women to send like Valentine's Day cards to elected officials that they liked and to urge them to like embrace love and um, put love into practice to defend those who need it most, which to me is just so creepy that like a movement would actually ask us to send Valentine's day cards to politicians. I, I don't get it. That's where, that's where it totally lost me. I mean, again, and this is two years ago, right? It's 2019. Yeah. Two years ago. And I'm not trying to just dump all over the feminists or the women. You are dunking on them so Um, hard. I know. And I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to, honestly, it's just, it's just a symptom of like a lot of the messaging I see lately from the feminist movement, where if you want to do anything traditional or girly or, or just have fun, you're not acknowledging other people's pain and like boohoo for you. You know what I right. mean? Well, I mean, Valentine's day is a day of romance. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you can take that back. That's that's all it ever was. It's just however you want to show your love to yourself or to somebody else. Yeah, well, I think the the self love is more of a contemporary take on oh, Valentine's sure. Day. Yeah. But still, I don't I don't see why you have to reinvent the wheel. And oh my gosh, can we stop with the politicizing every single holiday thing? I, why? Know. I don't I don't understand the need for that. No one wants to do that. I mean, that's talk about some lonely people that are, <laughs> they've got some heartaches going yeah. on. They want to spend their Valentine's Day like, like picketing and stuff. If you want to spend your Valentine's Day like writing a card to like Chuck Schumer, then that's fine. You can do whatever you want, but that doesn't seem like very much fun to me. That's all I'm saying. Oh boy. Chuck and Nancy need love too, you know, Amanda. <laughs> I know. I'm so heartless. <laughs> I guess if I were to send a Valentine's Day card to a politician, who would it be? You know, I have no idea because I wouldn't do that, actually. I'd send mine to Joe Biden. Would you really? Yeah. Why? He's the only politician I have like a sort of crush on. That is so weird. You know that, right? No. He's like 80 years old. He's super charming. He's like Steve Martin. Like, he's, he's also just a- kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, yeah, actually, when you go back into the, <laughs> the reels, go into the archives, and yes, he has said some pretty That's hilarious. ridiculous things. But I don't know. He's charming. He's like, I mean, obviously a really good politician, but yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd send him a valentine. Christina, who would you send one to? Very easy. 
Marco Rubio. Oh, that's right. Duh. I didn't. I would. I didn't even have to ask that. <laughs> oh goodness. I don't know. I just don't think I would send one. Actually, I take it back. I'm. I, I would send mine to another woman. Shocker. Can you guess who? Nikki Haley. Of course. Yes. yes. I would send her a Valentine's Day card <laughs> in a heartbeat. I'd send her one too. I'd be like, you go girl. <laughs> but I think that the way that we should frame this is Valentine's Day is a day of love, a day of romance. Mm-hmm. And even if you feel like you're alone and you don't have that romantic partner that returns the feeling, you should just give thanks to the people in your life that you do love because mm-hmm. if you give out love, it's going to come right back to you. Yeah. And it doesn't so, really matter if it's a romantic relationship. It, and it and doesn't here's, have to happen on February 14th. Yeah. And here's where I do get on board with like the let's um, like dismantle kind of the traditional sense of Valentine's Day is like if it's all about love, which it is, like you can celebrate that and do things for people in your life that you love, whether or not it's a romantic type of love. And I, I'm all about that. You know, like get your mom a, a little present. Send your mom flowers. Send your sister flowers. You know, if you're a brother um, and you have a sister who's single, send her flowers. Why not? Oh, that's so sweet. Yes. Or yeah, you could just celebrate brother. Galentine's Day like they did in the episode of Parks and Rec. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I've actually never done a Galentine's Day and I've always wanted to yeah. ever since I saw that episode. I mean, who doesn't want to sit around a table and – eat waffles, and drink mimosas uh, I do. with all your girlfriends. <laughs> I want to do that every day. Yeah. I want to do that right now. Me too. Do you guys think that um, – not to switch topics at all, like completely, but do you think that social media makes this whole Valentine's Day backlash thing worse because mm, we're all sitting yeah. scrolling through Facebook or Instagram and, and seeing everyone flaunt their love on social media and then it just makes, you know – if you're not in a relationship, it makes you just feel more lonely and depressed. It elevates yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because it's like the, the like the FOMO thing and you have to, you're like you're envious of others and, and you're, you're just, boasting about what you have. Yeah. It's I, I honestly, I do try mm-hmm. to not ever take pictures except for like on things like my birthday or anything. Of what? Of just you and your husband? Yeah. Um, like I will do it on like random days, but mm-hmm. not on days that I know that are it's going to be like super heightened. Yeah, like that's actually an interesting point. I wonder if you know if there was anything to try to make this whole anxiety around Valentine's Day dissipate. It should be like not a movement to just destroy the holiday, but a movement to maybe like get couples to be more sensitive about it. You know, like because that's an interesting point. I hadn't really thought of before, but. It, it will make me think twice, and maybe I'm overthinking this, but it'll make me think twice on Valentine's Day before I post, like, a selfie with me and my husband with some, like, cute caption about how much we love each other. You mm-hmm. know, not that I do stuff like that often at all, but um, I don't want to, like, make my single friends feel at bad. all left out or bad. I would never yeah. want to do that. Um, Same. So I guess there is a certain level of, like, self-awareness that would – is nice for would be nice, I guess, for couples to have on Valentine's Day. I don't know. I know Just because there, I know because I, also nobody finds it more annoying <laughs> than the people that are on Instagram, um, Facebook, whatever. Just kind of posting these mm-hmm. 
pictures of whatever gift they just got or a picture of them and their honey and then just like uh, three paragraphs on how much they love each other I know. and why. <laughs> it's like, why don't you just like turn, take your laptop, shut it down, go. <laughs> and just and go, go live your life. Like live your well, Valentine's say, Day. Say that into the eyes of your lover, yeah. you know, like go like live life and like, trust me, you say something like that and you're staring into your, your partner's eyes. Mm, good things will happen. Yeah, I know. And I, it, it is interesting too, is like, you know, what all do we see on Instagram? Like is actually, is actual reality anyway. And I, I would venture to say probably not like the people that are posting like these really long, like open love notes to their partners. Like how good is the relationship actually? <laughs> no. <laughs> Does that mean? It- no, it's not because it reminds me of high school. <laughs> you know, there was there was always like the girl in high school who would like every other day be posting about like this was like early Facebook mm-hmm. how much they love someone, but you're like leaving little love notes on each other's walls and stuff. Like oh my gosh, back in the days of AIM, but they still do that now, and I follow them, of course, because it's kind of like a like a guilty pleasure kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Because I still get the same high I get off of judging them that I got in high school. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sarah. Uh, yes. Anyways, so That's it's a hilarious. mix. It's it's a blend. Sometimes I want to see the pictures because I want to love to hate on your pictures. <laughs> we are being um, brutally honest today. I love it. <laughs> I know. It's just um one of those days. So yeah. Christina. Ask me anything. <laughs> So, Christina, you have a stepson who is in high school, correct? Yes. Okay. Does he do anything for Valentine's Day? What What is it like for kids these days? Do you know? I have no idea. I don't think he does anything <laughs> for Valentine's Day. He's He says that kids his age don't date girls. Okay. Um, they just hang out? They just hang out, yeah. So he doesn't, like, have a girlfriend. He had a girlfriend a few years ago. Um, a few years ago? Oh, my – when he was 10? Like when he was like twelve or thirteen. I know, I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean they don't date? Um, he t- I ask. He tells me everything. But like, what is so like? People, kids in high school don't date these days. That's what no, he's he, saying. Basically, unless they're weird, they don't have like a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Is how he has described it to me. This I have is no idea. That fascinating. Yeah. It just blew my mind. Wait, so but if there are so there's not like couples in high school anymore. Not according to him. There's not like the head cheerleader and the star of the football team. I, maybe when they're older, but he's only a sophomore, so he said that people his age don't do that, and only nerds do that or something. I don't know. He's weird. <laughs> he's like a typical DC area kid that like assumes because he just turned 16 that he's going to get like a BMW as his first car. <laughs> so <laughs> I have no idea. Wow. That's so interesting. Not at all like what it was for me in high school with couples and dating. Yeah. I make him get his mom a gift though. Oh, that's Every good. year for Valentine's Day, I make him get his mom something. So he normally gives her like flowers or candy just because I know that it means something to her. Mm-hmm. And for him, it doesn't mean anything and he's not spending the money, but it's nice that she has her son do that for him. Yeah, so. that is really sweet. Aw. That's really sweet. Wait, though, are you worried that that's reinforcing the patriarchy and gender norms because he's get he's a man and he's getting a woman something? 
no, I think he just needs to learn to be more respectful of his parents. And I'm trying to instill that with every holiday. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm being completely sarcastic and joking about. But no, I mean, I'm I'm sure somebody thinks that way. Um, He just needs to be, I I just need him to be a more like self-aware 16 year old that is not selfish so he can be a better person when yeah. he gets older no i think christina, that's a great teaching moment christina that's a great stepmom you, move i know i need you to ask him if like flower grams are a thing in his high school i can and report back yeah yeah please do <laughs> i mean his high school is massive like just his high school his like sophomore class i think is seven or eight hundred kids holy moly i know wow that's crazy yeah. Well, dang. Well, there you heard it, folks. Kids aren't dating anymore. You heard it first here on this podcast. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't use – he doesn't have a Facebook account. He doesn't believe in Facebook. His exact words to me were only old people like grandparents oh use Facebook goodness, these days. Oh, my goodness. That kills well, me. That kills me. That's totally true, though. All yeah. of my younger cousins, they just have them just to put pictures up for our grandparents. <laughs> so – this is um, yeah. Facebook isn't cool anymore. You got to be on the gram. Yeah, and he's whatever on Snapchat. Other. They're his. Snapchat, I mean, yeah. I think he lives on Snapchat. Wait, is he on TikTok? I have no idea. Okay, we need to find this out. I don't think I I've opened Snapchat in over a year. Yeah, neither have I. He loves it. He loves Snapchat. Wow. He and his friends send snaps to each other all the time. I mean. That's and crazy. Instagram. But he thinks Instagram is even for him, for like somebody that's 16, Instagram's for like people in their 20s. It's true. Uh, Instagram stories really took people in their 20s out of the Snapchat. Yeah, for sure. Market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then well, it created a whole new class of people, right? The Instagram did. influencer, which I, I can't even – I can't even – Yeah. Anyway, 20-year-olds and their influence. I think we know what our next episode is going to be about. <laughs> yeah. Our favorite our favorite apps. Our favorite apps, social media, Instagram influencers, and uh, everyone's favorite documentary right now. The Fire Festival. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I'm- Which I was in the Bahamas when that was happening. Wait, were you really? The- yeah. What? That's what Wait, I was on did the you campaign. remember hearing anything about it? Oh yeah, I got all the juicy stuff oh my from goodness. different all government right. We're folks. totally going off off track right now, but I do want to talk about that later. That's crazy. Okay, okay. fire festival dish. Oh my goodness! And future. That's insane. I had no idea. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, well yeah. you know, for all you feminists, non-feminists, non-average feminists, men, whatever, whoever you are, have a happy Valentine's Day. Spread love from, everywhere. From all of us here at Not Your Average Feminist. Um, thanks for listening. And we love you. We do love you. And we hope you love us. So go rate our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And drop us a line um, on email at hello at nyafpod.com. Send us your love or hate. That's fine. Either one. It's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Thanks for listening. Thanks. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.